Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. So there's this claim, you know, that like, well, you don't like it, vote to change the system. Or if you don't like it, if you don't like it, leave. Mm -hmm. Well, I, you know, I did leave. I fled to New Hampshire and I do vote. Uh, But now the latest attempt at uh, trying to make sure that even your vote doesn't count, that's going on in New Hampshire now. So it's this thing called uh, House Bill 1309 which the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance is raising alarms about, what it would do is it would amend the text of current law. So, so like when you have a local town vote, it, it, the, new re, the new law would read, quote, unless restricted by any provision of law, the vote on a petitioned warrant article shall be binding upon the town, unquote. So okay. it's just saying that, that now the, the petitioned warrant articles are not even binding anymore if you can find one passage in 200,000 you know there's 200,000 pages of law so it'd be pretty easy to find some passage somewhere in state or federal law that that says you you know that that might throw the petitioned warrant article into doubt in terms of its legality right it just makes it easier to sue to overturn the will of the voters yeah, I guess I don't know a whole lot about this. I know that in the case of the uh, the court, sorry, not the courts, the the school boards here in New Hampshire, these warrant articles are basically useless. I need to correct myself pretty majorly here. I've got it backwards. I guess 1309 is trying to make it uh, so that it's harder for them to overturn the will of the voters. I was thinking okay, 13, would, 1309 would make it easier. Like. Yeah, yeah so that's what it sounded would, like to me. So I'm, I'm glad that uh, <laughs> we agree on this one now. Yeah, so you're right, Ian. Uh, this this would make it actually harder to overturn the voters. But are you saying the Liberty is. Alliance is trying to alert people against this bill or in favor so, of it? No, no, I'm backwards. The Alliance is trying to alert people okay. that they might want to support. But that 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 it's that it exists. I don't know if the whole alliance supports it, but they're just drawing attention to it. And it looks like the guy who's writing this article thinks the uh, the bill is potentially going to make things better. Are they even meeting at this point? The state legislature, as I understand it, the legislative building is locked. In New uh, that's correct. That they're meeting on June 9th, I okay, think, or maybe so June eleventh. Ba- they're coming back into session. Okay, that look out! Meet- the legislature's coming back. No man's life, liberty, or property is safe when the legislature is in session. Yeah, they're bringing back parking tickets now too in uh, in downtown Keene after having a break on that for uh, for two two months or something like that. Hey, uh, Ridley, anything else you want to share? Oh, I've got a lot of videos coming out that may be of interest, but other than that, tease one of them. Give give us a tease on. uh, You'll see. You'll see those on the channel. Hey, I wanted to uh, call up and notify everybody of some shenanigans i think that's going on with the covid-19 testing as if we as if we More didn't already suspect it all right yeah as if we didn't already suspect it but you know we've uh for those that don't know we have a medical clinic we've had about 20 positives now on covid-19 but the funny thing is we follow up the the positive uh the covid patients that want to, I mean, they don't have to, but if they want to, after they uh, recovered, they can do the antibody test. So we cover, we follow them up with the antibody test. It's and a funny that thing. Reveals whether or not they have antibodies, meaning that if they do, they would be immune from the COVID nineteen strain in the future. Either yeah, or supposedly or they'd have it. 
Gotcha. And, and they could uh, donate their plasma or whatever. But the funny thing is, we've had, I think, about 16 patients who have agreed to do the antibody test, and only one of them's come up positive. So how is it possible that of 16 patients, only one's coming up with antibodies unless the other 15 patients never had COVID to begin with. And it's a funny thing. I, I realized when I read the, some of these news stories that I had lived through a huge, a very deadly pandemic in 1969 during Woodstock, and I didn't even know it. A million people dead. And uh, I didn't, didn't know it either, but I was born in 68. Well, so. a lot of the people who were uh, of age don't remember 1968, 1969. Um, <laughs> but the, but the thing is, we didn't we didn't miss a beat in '69, and nobody shut anything down. Mm-hmm. Uh, the businesses kept going. Woodstock kept going. There wasn't a thing that changed in 1969 due to a pandemic that killed what a hundred times more people than what this COVID is claiming credit for. Do you think that uh, the fear kind of mentality that we see so commonplace these days would have even played with people back in the day, back in the, the late 60s? Would that have even you know caught on in any way, what they're doing? There's, there's no way they could have pulled this off in the 60s. The people are so much more sheepish now than they were back then. It's, it's absurd. Do you think no. that's just because uh, the government has been doing the indoctrination camps, you know, the, the day prisons, schools? It's got to be due to that and the public fools system. I don't call it the public school system. I call it the public mm-hmm. fool system. The executive order, however, uh, signed today by Donald Trump is focused, according to TheHill.com, on Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, which was a 1996 law that gives platforms legal immunity for content posted by third-party users while also giving them cover to make good-faith efforts to moderate their platforms. So, in short, what that means, as I understand it, and I'm not an attorney, but we've discussed this Section 230 in the past, the idea is if you're running a website, let's say electnobody.com, mm-hmm. and uh, electnobody, I believe, has comments that uh, that people can leave, if I recall correctly. I believe there is a comment uh, section. Yes, there is a comment section, right. I believe. So, so you get a comment section on your website uh, that anybody, in theory, can go and register a username for and just drop in whatever nasty comment that they want to, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or positive and supportive, but it's the internet, so it's probably going to be nasty. <laughs> and they just drop in whatever they want, and then they leave. And then you're there, you've got a mess, an ugly comment that could be maybe libelous yeah. towards somebody. It could have some sort of information that may actually be allegedly breaking a law of some sort, right? Like there could be all kinds of things that a, a user might leave. Trump, joined by Attorney General William Barr, addressed reporters in the Oval Office this afternoon before signing the executive order. Uh, quote, we're here today to defend free speech. From one of the greatest dangers it has faced in American history, frankly, and you know what you know what's going on as well as anybody, it's not good, Trump told reporters. The president accused social media companies of having, quote, unchecked power to censure, restrict, edit, shape, hide, and alter virtually any form of communication between like a bonsai tree. Between private citizens or large public audiences. He also said that if he were able to shut Twitter down, he would. Trump's order directs. Uh, now, I've got to say, the one thing that scared me the most about Donald Trump when he got elected is his uh, combative view towards the press. Now, since he's been in office, I've got to say, the press is not 
um, ir- uh, not you know, he has some level of responsibility here. This this whole relationship has gotten toxic, and mm. uh, many people in the press have just kind of turned into you know Trump hunting paladins, and mm-hmm. they're going mm. to you know they're going to keep on it until forever. I I find it somewhat entertaining. How I do, as, he, as do I. I find them. it somewhat entertaining, but I also find it concerning. There are a lot of things that the United States government can do, or pieces of the United States government, the embedded bureaucracy, uh, can do, because they're in control of things like the CIA, which exists. I mean, the CIA has openly or or later admitted to manipulating elections all over the world, but yet somehow we're supposed to believe they never do it. Is the CIA Russia? Uh, Well, the CIA and the KGB do all the same things, just like Russia today probably lies just as much about uh, what's going on in Russia as the American media lies about what's going on in the United States. But I think it's more likely for the U.S. media to tell the truth about what's going on in Russia mm-hmm. and lie about what's going on in the United States because I think in both countries, if the people knew the truth, there would be a revolution before Monday. So what's going on with this new order that Trump has passed? Well, according to TheHill.com, and I have not read the order itself, uh, but it does direct an agency within the Commerce Department to file a petition with the Federal Communications Commission to clarify the scope of Section 230. So they're asking the existing bureaucracy to reinterpret. Fundamentally, Trump cannot rewrite the section without Congress's help, of course. Any efforts by agencies like the FCC to make determinations about how the law is applied would almost definitely be challenged and ultimately become a matter for a judge to decide. But unfortunately, that's the reality of executive orders, at least that we've seen, even though they're not laws, if a executive like Trump or a governor of a state writes out some order, puts his signature on it, and all of a sudden all the executive branch starts acting like this is the law. Well, the only way that you can challenge that is if you get arrested by them or targeted by this particular order. So therefore, they've got you under their thumb. Now, maybe you've got access to money to buy an attorney if they didn't freeze your bank accounts and you know crack down on you in that way. Presuming they didn't kill you while uh, arresting you. Right, like yeah. you know, squeezing the life out of your neck uh so you know presuming you can do all that and you know bring it to an attorney and the attorney takes the case and you pay the attorney then you can go to court and maybe maybe you'll have a chance of convincing the robed men and women at some level because you'll probably have to go higher and higher and fight this continually and spend god knows how much money on the whole process then if it all works out in your favor after you've spent i don't know a hundred thousand dollars or whatever the attorney's fees would be to go up to the u.s supreme court then maybe the the you know men and women in those robes would say, you know what that executive was wrong for making this order. Hey, Daily Digestion listeners, this is Riley Blake. I enjoy Free Talk Live, and I know you do too. But finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy, so I produce the Daily Digest. I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. 
Thank you. Now, nobody, you are going to be on a ballot likely coming up uh, this fall as you're going to be running for the governor's uh, mm-hmm. gubernatorial election here in New Hampshire up against the incumbent in the Republican election up against Sununu, this tyrant uh, who actually is referred to as His Excellency in the Governor's Emergency Orders. Excellent. What yeah. are you running as, a liar, a thief, or a wishful thinker? I'm lying as a better gangster. Or I'm running <laughs> as a better, as a better gangster. gangster. <laughs> okay? And, and and I'll tell you what. If 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 any other gang brought me in as as a gangster consultant, how, how wanting to know how they could be a better gangster, you know, and I looked at their record and I saw that their record was what the U.S. government or the New Hampshire state government was doing. My response would be, first off, you guys are stacking too many bodies and you're going to piss people off. You cannot go around stacking bodies and expect to get away with it for a long time because you start killing off people's loved ones and they don't care about civility anymore and they should not well the new hampshire okay. uh, the, the new hampshire gang is definitely not stacking nearly as many bodies as some of the other ones out there mark am i gonna i'm just gonna predict here you're going to object to his opposition to the secret ballot because the traditional reason for secret ballots is so people can't intimidate you. Yeah, right? I mean, think about it Into for a second. A Likely way. Trump is in place right now because of the secret ballot. I mean, how many husbands out there voted for Trump but told their wife they voted for Clinton? Mm. There's quite a few of them. Because their wife can't go check and see. Right. right. You know, everybody goes into the little thing uh, by themselves. In my, in the last case, I went to vote. I took my son and we filled it out together. Um, you know, it it's probably a better civics lesson than it is a statistical likelihood my vote was meaningful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll pick whatever you want, son. <laughs> you know, but we had a conversation about uh, whether we should vote for the Republican or the Democrat mm-hmm. or the Libertarian. Now, clearly, he did not get the most unbiased opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so he decided to vote libertarian in the I think it was the gubernatorial election that was hmm. uh, recently. I don't know here in New Hampshire. But okay. now there every two years Mark. now I'm a resident of uh, Saipan. I don't have to worry about you people and all your nonsense voting. OK, Wait, well, you're nobody... residents of where uh, the uh, CNMI, the Commonwealth of the Northern Mariana. Islands. Oh, OK. So you're still officially a resident, even though you're not there. Got my driver's license. OK. Right? Interesting. I went down to Florida afterwards. I wasn't a resident of there. Maybe the voter could decide, you know, flip a switch. Do they want to publish the results, you know, what they decided to vote or not? Would right. that be a, a benefit? Well, so, um, you know, uh, science fiction often precludes the or, uh, you know, predicts the future. Mm-hmm. Right. I remember reading a comic back in the 80s. I believe it was called anarchy comics um and it suggested that we would all have a communication device that we carried around with us on our wrist of course um they were right uh, i do have a communication device on my wrist but i actually use the one that i carry around in my pocket much more um and that this device would give us the ability to to sort of participate in government and vote on everything now that doesn't really happen but it wouldn't take much to create an app that uses the blockchain i suspect the guy the boys over there at Intercoin, I already have something rolled out that will exactly work for everybody in the United States to get um, suffrage and be able to vote on every issue every time. And what I proposed to nobody was essentially 
to that we you know have a a Swiss bank account number. We call it a hash in the uh, crypto world. I think Ian, you could tell me if I'm wrong on that terminology. Uh, a hash is a way to mathematically prove that certain data is what you think it is. Basically. That I'm wrong. What is of... what? What do you call the account number for? Uh, you know, when, it's an address, a public key. Yeah. Well, there's certainly nothing that can prevent an abusive person from violently getting what he wants from uh, from people in all manner of ways. Um, and even if you well, removed yeah. that on the one topic of voting, there's still a thousand things that your hypothetical abusive husband can do well, to get things that he wants out of his uh, out of out of his wife. Um, and he and they could even in today's system, mm-hmm. the abusive person, this you know mythological gangster coming into your uh, your you know your business and saying you better vote for uh, to reelect mayor such and such or you know we're going to hurt you, mm-hmm. they can still say, hey, you need to take a photograph of your ballot to prove. Mm-hmm. The way you voted, you not only need to take a photograph mm-hmm. of the ballot, you need to, you know, take video, uh, you know, between the time when you finish the ballot, take a video mm-hmm. of the ballot and then watch, you know, take the continue taking the video as you go and put the ballot mm-hmm. into, uh, you know, the machine that, that reads the ballot. And I mean, they they attempted to um, to head off that possibility in New Hampshire by making it illegal to post pictures of your ballot they did. online, and all of us, I believe, posted pictures, uh, or many of us, posted pictures of our ballot online because we objected to that. Correct. Uh, you should be well, free to take a photograph of your ballot. I love putting things on the record. I'm always recording videos, publishing them online, making blog posts. And so I would want all of my votes to be public. Now, I can already talk about what things were the way I voted um, mm-hmm. or keep it a secret. But I did something new. Today, I left a true review. It's a review for some salad and some produce that I bought from a store that I signed with the same signature of my Bitcoin wallet that I used to purchase them. In in essence, I linked my purchase to my review Hmm. in a way that's mathematically cryptographically uh, cryptographically provable so everyone can know this review actually happened i actually bought the product because there's tons of stores they love to get reviews but what about all those fake ones Mm -hmm. huge problem Mm -hmm. i want truth i want authenticity yeah i don't want the competition coming in Making up a bunch of claims that aren't true about something yeah. just because they can post some, some fake reviews. I really don't read reviews for this very reason. Because there's too mm-hmm. much junk? I, I just don't know how much junk right. there is and what there isn't. And um, I find that you know, it's, it's bad enough that customers out there, some of them are nuts, right? Like, they're just absolutely sure. crazy. You claim that uh, this uh, police officer uh, killing this uh, guy during an arrest was murder. Which degree murder is it? Well, that's a great question because it's probably not murder when the police do it. There's probably like a, a legal exemption for the, sure, sure. the let's, cops. Let's, not, let's talk about a moral murder as opposed to a mm-hmm. legal murder because cops, uh, you know, the, the, the laws are written for the ruling class and cops are part of the ruling class, or at least the protectors mm-hmm. of the ruling class. What, what I would say there is everything that I saw on that man's face, um, his, uh, the 
ev- everything that I saw in his action made me think that he intended to kill that man. And I, I personally he certainly didn't stop when he could that have. That is the case, that he intended to kill that man, that he had some reason for doing it. Like, maybe somebody had told him, go out and kill somebody today. Um, well, that seems unlikely to me, but I, you know, I, like you can, you can interpret it, what you want off yeah. the guy's face. That's fine. But cops are trained very specifically and for probably pretty good reason to not really listen to the people whom they're arresting. Yeah, but they're also not trained to put their knee on somebody's right. throat. He, his knee was in the wrong place. I'm not claiming mm, he, yeah. he, he wasn't. I'm just curious what kind of murder it is. If it's murder... Well, first-degree murder is premeditated. Yep. Nobody in Mark, it seemed like you guys had... I don't know. I don't want to say you agree with Trump on this, but it seems like you sort of sort of understand the mentality or... There's uh, something to the statement, right? Like, the for me, the libertarian statement um, that, hey, it's your business, it's your platform... It's your website. It's your website. You can do what you want on it. Yeah. It holds a lot of resonance. Yeah. Until you sort of see, um, you know, these these big organizations that have, oh, I don't know, maybe worked with the NSA and the CIA for uh, a decade or more in order to further cement their power. I don't know. Like, I'm just imagining some dark things may go on. Just me guessing here. Right. I don't know. But somehow or another, they get so big that they become the public forum as opposed to just a place to give your opinion you know it's one thing if you go on like stormfront which is a well-known white supremacist uh, website and you go on there and you say i don't think this is exactly the way it should be fellas right like you go on there yeah you know nobody nobody really cares in stormfront they'll cuss you out or whatever but when you go on facebook and facebook decides look i don't like what you have to say and you're not going to get to say it and that's happened here on Free Talk Live. We got banned from Facebook. And it's fine. The issue that I have, and one of the reasons that I have some sympathy for Mark's position and even for Trump's position, is that the the media is, in my opinion, pretty much a wholly owned subsidiary of the government because the government owns all the By licenses. By the media, do you mean Facebook? Or are you talking about I'm, media I'm talking like television? I'm talking about the, and- major, the major media... Uh, uh, in terms of TV, radio, yes. what sure. have you. Well, the reason that Facebook became preeminent or one of the major reasons that Facebook became preeminent is the amount of media attention that was poured on them by the major media. The major media doesn't uh, doesn't talk about what gets posted to places other than Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Are you talking about in recent generally. years, or are you talking about when Facebook was growing? Um, both, but was more Facebook so as, in recent years. Yeah, I was going to say, in, um, in 2008 and 2009 or whatever, when Facebook was... Uh, was growing and competing with places like MySpace, for instance, or 2006 or whenever, that that sort of time frame. I don't think they had the same media clout that they do today. I want to keep it interesting. And, you know, it reminds me of Obama said, you didn't build that airwave. What do you mean I didn't build that airwave? Is that what he said? Airwave? I thought he just said you didn't, you didn't build, build that. that. Yeah. No, That's what he's, no. He's just, it just as an analogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just as an analogy. 
You okay. didn't build well. You can't build an airwave, can you? I mean, I suppose you could harness an airwave, or yeah. however Marconi and the, the the pioneers did that. It's an RF sitting wave. In Jackson, yes. Michigan, sitting here in Jackson, Michigan, on Lansing Avenue, which is just north, thirty-five miles from where I live here. There's a bike shop on the corner. Been there for ever. I'm fifty-seven. I've grown up in this town. That, that is open, but there is a shortage of bicycles here. Have okay. you guys heard that out there? No, I shortage heard of bicycles. This. Now I haven't heard that. Hmm. There is a tremendous shortage of bicycles. I actually, you know what? I did hear. I did hear that uh, bicycles are going pretty hot and heavy, fast off the shelves around the United States because I imagine people want to cut down on their spending and if they can uh, avoid driving the car around then that's one way to do it right mm. is, is that what's driving that, this that, that's part of it i think the other part is you know probably the majority of them are built right there in china i'm sick of seeing all of the, my my so-called friends on facebook posting uh, hashtag I can't breathe and look we, everybody in the country except for maybe white supremacists agree that the cop was in the wrong. Seems I mean, like I, in Minneapolis, you know, yeah, the guy who choked the yeah, victim out. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, the the video obviously shows that someone else was on the guy's back, someone else was on his legs. Mm-hmm. He didn't need to have his his knee buried in the dude's neck. Nope. Um, you know, I, I can understand if you're trying to gain control of someone that might happen initially, and then once you get control, the, then that ends. Um, but, but that didn't seem to be happening are, here. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, no, exactly. And and there's there's no justification for what that officer did. Um now, my but my question is is all these people that are posting about it and I, who are you arguing with? I mean, nobody disagrees with you. Yeah, I mean, um, this it's pretty it, shocking on this particular one considering how many egregious murders that various police have committed on video over the last, you know, two decades mm-hmm. that I've been paying attention that this is the one now where you're actually even seeing a number of people within the policing profession saying, "Yeah, they went too far." Yeah. Uh that's unusual. Right. Yeah, and right, yeah, I mean, there's there's just no there's no denying it. And I don't know if that's if that's why I mean this is probably you know, there was a few years ago in South Carolina, the gentleman that was running away from the police, and they, yep, they got- shot him several times. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live, and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.